What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Strength to Endure podcast. This is episode number 11 of the podcast. In this episode of the podcast, both Harry and I talk about something that we're both extremely familiar with, overtraining. Harry and I both get asked quite often about overtraining, and given that we're both endurance athletes, I felt like it was a great topic for this week. We also talked about a few different ways you can optimize your recovery when you are not training, which is extremely important. So without further ado, this is the 11th episode of the Strength to Endure podcast. We're live. We're wow. live. We're back after a hiatus yeah, of this is- holidays. This has been a this has been a hiatus, man. This is this is like the longest we've gone. I think it's it's pretty much been like a month uh, since our last yes. uh, our last episode. But we're back. Uh, Strength to endure is back with our eleventh. Am I getting this right, Harry? You're supposed to know this. Eleventh. Yeah. I, well, look, I, I'm gonna say yes until Uh-oh. proven otherwise. It has uh, been a long a bit time. But here. I think it's about eleven. <laughs> So uh, we, we're back with the podcast, everybody. Hopefully you guys have been doing well. Um, Harry, how have things been for you? Mr. Sponsored Athlete over here. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, uh, Mr. <laughs> Competitive Eater, Sponsored Eater over here. Um, things are going good, dude. Um, it's been a full-on month for me, um, lifestyle-wise. I've taken on a new brand sponsorship with Two Times You as a, uh, as a full-time sponsored athlete, which Congrats. is awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you're only saying congratulations, so you get free stuff. So uh, yeah, you know, kinda, I, mean... I can see through you. I can see through you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it's been good. It's been busy. I've um, I've recovered probably about ninety percent back to where I was since injury, mm-hmm. since I broke my leg. Um, back running some solid, solid kilometers and miles, which is awesome. Um, been a lot of lot of traveling and just just getting back to reality, pretty much and. And uh, enjoying the last bit of summer here or the warmer days here in Australia. Um, but, yeah, what about you, dude? What's going on with you? I know you went just, to Texas. It just got got back from Texas, just uh, filmed a new series that I'm really, really excited for. About to drop that um, next week. Yep. Just uh, I, I'm I'm excited because I, I if this video gets uh, this new series gets really um, and it gets it goes over well, meaning it gets good mm. amount of views. I'm going to. I'm going to get the opportunity to travel a lot more and I feel like uh, what's the series? So it's going to basically be, um, a, uh, if, if people out there listening have, uh, seen the show man versus food, it's going to be essentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's going to be a, um, an elect Eric, the electric cheat day blended with man versus food. So I'll basically be going to an all new, uh, city and uh eating the biggest like the biggest types of food the tastiest foods um during the day breakfast lunch uh little post lunch and then the the big you know uh because i gotta have a food challenge in it and the 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 ending is gonna be a local food challenge and so um so it's like a lot of it's gonna be a cheat day with also you know a ton of you know i was was gonna say that man this food guy eats one meal at like five thousand calories and he's absolutely stuffed. Yeah. You eat four times that amount. And <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, he's man versus food times too. <laughs> that's that's the that's the goal. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that all goes goes well. I mean, I've had a, a ton of fun like sifting through the footage and editing everything. I just finished the trailer for it. And if you guys are listening, um, uh, you can check it out on Instagram. By the time everyone listens to this, it'll probably be up there. So, um, but yeah. yeah, that drops on the seventeenth of April. So I'm I'm stoked about it. So yeah. Um, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, and uh, this weekend. So what are we, uh, be... what are we talking about today? 
Uh, well, I was going to say this weekend, I'm going to be attempting a, a, a 250 mile bike ride. So, uh, it goes, uh, yeah, it goes into the, the topic, which, uh, which a lot of people, um, will, um, I actually, the, the reason why I wanted to talk about this today is cause I got, I got asked this, uh, the other day and we've gotten a fair amount of questions about this before. In fact, I actually think we covered this mm-hmm. a little bit in the last episode of the, uh, of the strength to endure podcast. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I feel like we should just, like, I wanted to just make a direct episode about this, which is overtraining, um, because recovery is extremely, extremely important. Um, when you're doing what Harry and I do, which is, uh, masochistic amounts of, (laughs) of endurance, uh, endurance exercise. So, uh, Harry, what do you like? What's your what's your opinion first of all on on uh the topic of overtraining? Like what do you like when it when somebody asks you like about overtraining, what what do you generally say? So for me overtraining is such a broad a broad question because everyone everyone overtrains to a degree, but it's how much you can tolerate is is really the the question. For, for me, overtraining is um, not following a program. So not having a structure and you're just doing the same thing day in, day out, mm-hmm. and everything becomes a chore. Once you start getting that feeling where it's a chore is the point where you have overtrained or you are overtraining um, and you need to mix it up a little bit so for argument's sake, yesterday I woke up at, you know, 5 a.m. to go start a session and I was, I was just going, you know what, I'm tired. I am tired and I do not want to do this session. And I could feel it coming. And I know I've been overtraining because I'm starting to get a little bit more, um, a lot more fatigued coming towards the end of the day. Um but I'm at the back end of a training block. So I know I am due for a recovery week, mm-hmm. um, which is how, how I can tell I've been overtraining. But that's why you've got to, you've got to structure your, pro, your, your training programs to include, you know, you work hard, work hard, work hard, and then take a complete week off, which I believe you've just done as well, which, mm-hmm. you know, you've for once in, gosh, 10 years, finally listened to your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I, I, that intuition that people, um, like if you don't, cause I, I don't have like quote unquote structured training. Um, mm. I have to kind of, I, I shouldn't say have to, but I definitely like need to be expending energy. Um, given the, the, the job that I have on a, on a pretty consistent basis, but there's also those times where, you know, um, I have to plan around that and I have to mm. make, um, there has to be alternatives because if you're constantly, you know, going balls to the wall every day, um, mm. multiple times a week or even, yeah, even multiple times a week, your, your body is not going to like that very much. Like there's going not- to be consequences to that. Um, and, um, you know, like there's in something that Harry said, like, you know, it's normal for you to wake up, um, and have a day or maybe two days where you just go, fuck, like, I really don't, I don't want to train today and I don't want to do this. Yeah. And it's just, it sucks. Um, but if that feeling 
is constant and it's it lasts more than just a day or two days or you know yeah. um like if it if it keeps happening then your body's obviously trying to tell you something um yeah. and where a lot of people run into a lot of problems is is that they 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 ignore that they ignore what their body's telling them and they don't i mean they just keep going and going and going and going and then they get injured and so yeah um it's just really important and to some, know sometimes in case less is more mm-hmm. you know it's, instead of doing your normal 100k bike ride on a, on a weekend or something through your big set just tone it down to 50 50 kilometers mm-hmm. and you'll still be doing that active recovery but you're not putting yourself in in an overtraining state where you where everything still is becoming a chore yeah i i think a lot of people you know like like i was saying earlier like they just assume that they're they're overtrained um and uh when in re- like the body is v- like you you have to really push yourself like push 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 to get yourself um into like a what you would call as, as an overtrained state but that being said like you can you can you know still really stress and tax your body um and yeah. so um that's that's just really important to know so um you know the the good thing is is you know if you're on a on a structured program um and you're checking in with yourself, uh, I would, I would say on a daily basis, it's super important to, you know, after you finish a session, uh, just, you know, ask, like, look at your, look at the data. Um, if you're tracking everything with, uh, you know, with Strava or if you're on trainer road or whatever kind of program that you're using and look at how things are going, you know, mm-hmm. your, your, your goal, like if your goals are to get faster, get stronger, whatever it is, then you need to be making the steps to get to those goals and get, you know, faster and stronger. And even if you're just a person that, you know, if you guys are listening and if you guys just, your goal is to, you know, run your first 5k or 10k or whatever it is, like it's, it's, you're only going to be able to do those things if you're making the right steps along the way, which is to, uh, ensure recovery after, after you train. Um, and so, you know, for me, uh, like that, that boils down to, three main things that I really like I take seriously in in my day-to-day life and I'm sure Harry uh feels the Mm. same way about this and the first one is sleep um sleep is extremely extremely important your nutrition is extremely extremely important um and um your like your lifestyle off out outside of um you know outside of your uh training you know uh minimizing stress um making sure that you know, you don't have, um, things that could interfere with, you know, your, your actual training when you just are going through your day-to-day life. Like those, like those three things are extremely important to me. Um, Mm. and I really started noticing this year, especially, you know, with my, uh, granted, I do these crazy food challenges once a week. Um, but, uh, one thing I started really looking at this year, is um the uh the diet that i do have outside of what i of what i do and um and uh eliminating uh as many inflammatory foods as possible i've realized that inflammation for me is oh yeah that is like the the worst (laughs) thing to to experience and i'm sure harry like you've you've probably dealt with some really like really bad days but um inflammatory foods really do make a difference um, yeah. you know, and, uh, that's, uh, that's something that I've really started learning a lot more about and what my body tolerates and what it does not tolerate. And, um, was, you know, I was just going through a message I got, it was about a week or so ago and, um, 
quite quite funny. This is a topic to for our for our um, episode back, but this person messaged me saying, "Hey, how do I know if I'm over? Like, I actually, how do I know if I've overtrained?" Mm-hmm. And it's it's so coincidental. And I sent her a few um, a few little pointers to say, "Okay, well, what's going on?" And it led me to just think just then some signs of how you know you are overtrained or you are overtraining. And there's usually, there's about 10 sort of, 10, 11 sort of steps. Like, you know, if you diagnose yourself, you look up or, you know, how do I know if I've got a broken bone and we'll go through right. these lists of, right. like, do you have this different answer or, um, you know, is it dull pain? There's a sort of, there's a sort of a little list similar to that to know how you're overtrained. And the three main ones, the, the first main one is you become very irritable. You have mood, you have mood swings. You know, you could be happy one minute, and someone say something, you know, something tiny, and you just instantly switch to being in a bad mood. But your, your mood swings are so consistent that people just think you're, you know, mentally insane. Right. Um, that's a that's a great first sign that you are overtraining. Um, another one is you plateaued, where you cannot run faster or you cannot ride or do your exercise any quicker or stronger and you think i can't get fitter that's also a great sign that you are overtraining and you should just take that step back mm-hmm. um you know more you know over multiple or multiple sessions or multiple workouts um you're getting sick as uh, another big one you start to get like a runny nose in the morning or you know a bit of a sore throat uh, or you know, loss of appetite is another good one. You may mm-hmm. think you're hungry, but you just do not feel like eating. And as I said earlier, your workouts just become like a chore. You know, you're not getting any pleasure, or you're not getting that endorphin rush from a from completing mm-hmm. a session. Those are, li- are, are pretty much the main main signs. And I think you you work a lot to heart rate, don't you, Eric? Yeah, I actually really started noticing this, um, and I've actually talked about this, I, I think, before on the podcast, where, like, uh, since I, I do train, I started training with heart rate uh, yeah. a f- uh, about a year ago, and, um, like, you can really tell a lot about what's going on with your body through uh, tracking your heart rate. Um, yeah. And uh, overtraining, uh, like, when I when I know that my body is, is, is very stressed and it's in a very, like, I... I'm not recovering like I should be. My heart rate does not, um, my resting heart rate throughout the day, uh, does not want to, uh, go down. It's, it's very, very high. Like generally it's, 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 what's that? It's always elevated. Yeah. It's always elevated. So usually like my, I have a pretty low, um, uh, resting heart rate usually in the, in, in the low forties, I know people like there's people like the, it's, it's usually like a dick measuring contest with people. Now, if you're like an endurance, I think mine, mine's, mine's in the thirties, you know, mine's in the twenties, mine's in the, it's like, no, I, I mean, I feel like in you're compared right. to the, compared to the average person it, people usually have, you know, upwards, like I, I hear like high fifties, some yeah, in the 60s, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. so, um, that, that's, I, I know that's where my heart rate usually is. And so when I start seeing my heart rate, you know, my resting heart rate in the low fifties or mid fifties, and sometimes even in the, um, low sixties, I know that my body's stressed, you know, like there's, there's, um, when you're when your body's in that in that in that type of state where it's it it's it's stressed and you're not recovering enough um you're you will 
definitely see your heart rate spike. And, um, and when you are tracking your, your heart rate during your, your sessions and it's, um, it's higher than it usually is. Um, that is not a good sign either. You know, if you're, if you're, if your heart rate's like staying up there, it's not good. Um, and then for me, the obvious one is fatigue, you know, um, like I, I, the, the first part of 2021 was super hard for me because, uh, no matter what I did and how much time I seemed to take off, like my, um, my body was just constantly fatigued and, um, I, um, you know, I wasn't prioritizing, you know, the, the stress going on in my life. And so once I started getting that under control, I started getting more sleep. Then I truly started to rest. And, um, you know, I, I think it really, when you talk about like overtraining, like person to person, it really does vary, you know, because we all have such different lifestyles. Um, but it really is important because a lot of people just do what I, 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 I will just say I've done a lot and I'm sure Harry, you've done this too, is people mm-hmm. ignore, you know, they ignore yeah, they all ignore. the signs like, that we've talked about. Just a, I just think it's just a subtle pain and it'll go mm-hmm. away tomorrow. It's not, it just gets gradually worse and worse and worse. And then like, like me, I broke my leg. Like it's, that's what, that's the shit that happens is, and then you become so emotionally upset with yourself and depressed and you lose you lose more gains than you will just taking a few days off right. just to get your yourself back i mean i i mean i've now learned my lesson you know i'd rather take two three days completely off rather than two three months off which is what i had to do yeah and it sort and of I'm reversed sure, i'm sure you learned a lot when you um you know you were like you you broke you you broke your bone and you you know had yeah. to basically like figure out how to like it's almost like you're starting over in life because you have like training is such a big part of our lives and it's like it's like holy shit like what what do i do now you know it's like (laughs) it's weird it's scary you know it's really scary it's it was fortunate for me that i was out of out of the three disciplines my weakest discipline is swimming um Mm -hmm. and i knew that but i never had the opportunity or the chance slash desire to incorporate more swimming into my weekly training schedule so i said okay well i can't run i know i'm a i'm a pretty good runner so let's now work on a weakness which is my swimming so what did i do i swam more and more and more and more and what happened is i learned to swim well and that's another thing people every triathlete 90 percent of triathletes hate swimming they go, I'm a shit swimmer. Oh, that's good I to hear. can't swim. That's reassuring. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but, the, yeah. but the thing is, is, is they neglect to do it more. And mm-hmm. just like us with running and cycling and, and, and or swimming is the more you do, the better you become. And finding that form, like, like I said, at the start of the episode is less is more slow mm-hmm. down. Just, just focus, focus on like your swimming stroke, you know, you know, uh, how to catch and pull, where to put your body, how to put you put your plate, your, your hand placement, same with recovery, you know, know when to know when to slow down, know how to, how to stretch, what to stretch, when to stretch, how to foam roll and enjoy different things. Like if, if you're, if, if you're an avid runner and you run, you know, 60 miles per week or 50 miles a week, try something else. You know, take a break, ride a bicycle, you know, try swimming, try CrossFit, just try something to keep, to keep your body motivated and your mind stimulated, 
but you're recovering at the same time. Right. And I think that's, that's, that's a good point to, uh, to kind of address here is, you know, because we've talked about like the things to look out for and how to, um, you know, spot, you know, when you're, you know, not recovering enough or when you're possibly headed towards that overtrained state. But then, you know, once you've realized that, okay, I'm not recovering enough and I'm in, um, you know, my body is super stressed and fatigued and I'm not getting through my workouts and I'm just, I'm, ir I'm irritated at everything. Just things are not, you know, like they used to be, you know, just like Harry pointed out, like you have to be able to, um, you know, recognize that, okay, you, you need to, uh, either take some time off or, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, work on something else, you know, like if you're, uh, like, like Harry mentioned, like he, how he started swimming, uh, like for me, it's exactly what I would do, um, or try to do. I, I fucking hate swimming, but, uh, I would, I would, uh, you know, work on something that you're not good at. Um, that's yeah. if you have the capability to do that, you know, like if you're somebody yeah. that's like desperately in need of a day off, then by all means, like that's the first thing you should do. Don't, don't work. Don't like, yeah. you know, recognize uh, it. yeah, recognize that you need a day off and take that day off. And, and I know that can probably sound super scary to a lot of people. Um, because you know, like we were talking about earlier, we're like, this is basically like our, our life, you know, it's like, it's, it's mm -hmm. something that takes up so much time, but that's super important to also uh, to let that sink in, you know, like what if, you know, you're training and whether you're a runner, you're a cyclist or you're a swimmer or, you know, uh, any, anything like if that did not exist tomorrow, um, that's, uh, that's something that you should think about very often, you know, because you need to have things that exist outside of your life that, that, um, that Another give thing you... people need to realize is this isn't your job. You are not mm -hmm. a professional athlete. This is a hobby. Well, I'm, I'm assuming some of some of you guys aren't, aren't professionals. A large portion, would you? Because there's only a small minority that do take it as a profession. Right. So you have no one to to show up for. You know, no one's got expectations of you other than you. So take just remember that. You know, you're not you're not doing this as your job, and you need to do it. You're doing it because you want to do it. So you deserve to take that recovery or take that minute to to, to calm down. Yeah, that's a that's a great thing to consider too, because a lot of what I think a lot of people, especially in uh, triathlon or, or whatever, just like we all take this very, very fucking seriously. And yeah, a lot absolutely. of people don't don't need to be at all. Um, and so um, but yeah, like going back to, you know, just the fact that it's it's incredibly important to have other things in your life that give you fulfillment other than training, like other than doing like it's great because like you know running and cycling and all this all this stuff like it makes it it gives us endorphins you know it makes us super happy and, yep. and motivated and all that shit but like if like i mentioned earlier like if that just went out the window tomorrow and none of it existed anymore and like you you know uh you broke a broke a leg or you know um something happened where you know like if you were it sucks to even say but like if you were paralyzed you know somebody you know like you got hit by a car or something like that happened you need to have other things that make you happy and it's so incredibly important that's why it's good to have hobbies you know like you know it could be video games it could be guitar it could be like anything fucking painting painting pictures i don't even know um it could be anything um but um but yeah is there anything else you wanted to is there anything else you wanted to add to uh add to this harry no nah, man i think i think we basically covered it like that was that was quite a solid one too yeah, um, we uh, we definitely. I, it's, 
is just to listen to yourself is listen to yourself. Yeah. It's always, yeah. It's it, especially with long course athletes, long distance athletes, nothing is, you, you, you're not going to be amazing tomorrow. You're going to be amazing mm-hmm. in six months, six years. Mm-hmm. So you, like in, 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 in this, in the scope of things is 365 days in a year. What's five days off? You know, what's five, what's a day off going to count? He's got yeah, day off, yeah, yeah, day off, or you know, maybe like it, it, like we said, like earlier, like it really, like the amount of time that you need to take off is going to vary depending on you. It's going to vary depending yeah. on your training schedule and how much time you've been, you know, fucking going super hard. So uh, just take that into consideration, and and um, you know, most of the time, it's it you it, all you really need need to do is just is just take some time off. Um, and yeah. that's what a lot of people are very reluctant to do is just like take that first step and just take time off, you know? Um, so, um, but yeah, I think, um, I think we pretty much nailed it on the head. I, I want to make this, uh, the second, uh, I, we have that optimizing your engine, um, episode where we did it on running. I think I'm going to make this on overtraining. So if you guys have any yeah. other suggestions for further optimizing your engine, um, podcast within the strength to endure podcast let us know um and then like always if you guys have any other questions uh for harry and i you can shoot us a dm on ig uh that's linked down below in the show notes and also if you guys want to be in a further q a um our second q a episode uh that we're gonna have in one of these weeks you can shoot over an email to strength to endure at gmail.com that is linked down below in the show notes and yeah do you have anything else to uh just throw in there harry no Happy Easter, everyone. I hope they are not feeling too guilty with all the chocolates I ate. <laughs> yeah, as cool. I ate a giant fucking chocolate Reese's yeah. egg. <laughs> Which failed. Absolutely failed miserably. Yeah, that's. I saw the heartbreak in your eyes, bro. <laughs> Dude, it sucked, man. Next time, if I ever try to make a giant one, I'm going to like uh, try to find a molt or something like that. But um, yeah, that, yeah. that well, failed not- epically. What was that? One of the two. Or don't let Christy make it. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah, like it's well, her fault. <laughs> always Christy's fault. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for listening to another episode, guys. We'll see you all in the next episode. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of the Strength to Endure podcast. We really hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. It would mean a lot to both Harry and I if you were able to head on over to the Apple Podcast uh, app and give the podcast a five-star review if you enjoyed it and as we mentioned in the actual episode if you guys had any questions for us feel free to shoot over an email to the strength to endure at gmail.com that email is linked down below in the show notes we will see you guys in the next episode of the strength to endure podcast bye everyone